Beloved of God, grace to you in peace from God our Creator and from our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Whenever Jesus sounds irritated, I get curious. Like many of us, I suspect, I grew up on images of the perpetually patient Jesus, with children sitting on his lap, or a lamb draped around his shoulders, or knocking on a door, patiently waiting for someone to open it. I didn't see very many paintings of a frustrated Jesus, or dare I say, an angry Jesus. So when I hear his words at the beginning of this gospel reading, my ears perk up. There's an edge in Jesus' voice here. He just received news that John the Baptist was languishing in prison, news that deeply disturbed him. Jesus and John were kinfolk. They were kindred spirits whose ministries were intertwined. When Jesus heard of John's arrest, he turned to the crowd with some pretty pointed questions. What did you think you would find in John the Baptist? Someone who would affirm you? Someone who would take a public opinion poll and shape his words to please you? He is a prophet, not a politician. Kings wear soft robes and tell people what they want to hear, not prophets. Jesus continued with the words we find in our text today, words I'm going to use the, the Eugene Peterson message translation here because I think it captures the tone. How can I account for this generation? The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope, and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting, and they call him crazy. I came feasting, and they call me a lush, a friend of the riffraff. Jesus' words sound a lot like a lament to me. He lamented the people's foolishness. You are so preoccupied with all your wants, your expectations, your preferences, you don't even recognize what it is that you need. I admit there's part of me that wants to say, excuse me, Jesus, I think you're preaching to the choir. These people are following you. They have seen something in you. They have heard something in you. Are you sure your frustration isn't displaced? But I'm not really in the habit of correcting Jesus. And I'm pretty sure that there is wisdom in this for all of us. We know that wants and needs are not the same thing. Anyone who's ever tried to put a toddler down for a nap knows that. Yet it's so tempting to spend our energy and our effort chasing after all of the things we want while we neglect or don't even recognize the things that we need most. The message of repentance and hope that John preached was exactly what the religious and political leaders needed. It was God's gift to them, a word that could free them from their bondage. It offered renewed vision, renewed relationship with God. But it wasn't what they wanted. They wanted to be in control to make the rules. They wanted to think of themselves as wise and faithful and holy. They wanted to be blessed by John, not challenged or changed. 
So they rejected him. I imagine when Jesus heard about John, he thought about his own future. His ministry had been one of preaching and teaching and healing so that people could catch a vision of the kingdom of God. Yet he saw how fiercely people clung to their own vision, their own agenda for God. He saw how what they wanted and expected of God distracted them from what they truly needed, a renewed relationship with the living, sovereign God. When I read this text with an open heart and open disposition, I can't help but wonder about us. Is it possible that we cling to a vision of God and the kingdom of God that fits what we want rather than listening to the voice of Jesus? Is it possible that I prefer a word that blesses me rather than confronts me, that allows me to chase after all I want, all that I prioritize, without ever being challenged or changed? These are tough questions I wrestle with as a person trying to walk in the way of Christ. If I'm honest, I suspect that I would prefer that Christ walk my path rather than I walk his, which presents a problem because I am not always the wisest person about my own life. I would like to think I am, but God knows me better than I know myself. I don't always know what I need, let alone what other people need. And even if I do know, I lack the will to do it. I recognize those words from Paul's reading, those words that are kind of a tongue twister that Don had to read today. The good that I would do, I don't do, and the, that which I don't want to do, I do. I hear you, Paul. Being a wise, faithful follower of Jesus is a complicated enterprise in any age. Which is why I am so thankful that the words at the beginning of this gospel passage lead to the words at the end of this passage. Jesus' sorrow and frustration do not lead to condemnation, but rather to invitation. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Come to me, Jesus said. Turn from all of your preoccupations, from the dead ends in which you get stuck, where you will never find the life that God intends for you. Come to me, all who are weighed down by the changes and chances of life, all who need rest, come to me. Come in repentance and in prayer and in worship. Come for renewal and wisdom and care. Take my yoke on and learn from me. You see, created in the image of God, we are made to have our will shaped by God's will, our desires shaped by God's desires. When we let our own will rule us, chasing every passing desire and want, we are like children wearing a yoke that doesn't fit us. 
We wind up injured and laboring under burdens too heavy to bear. But yoked to Christ, our load is lighter. Walking in tandem with him, we are guided by his wisdom. He bears our burdens with us and provides us with the very things for which our souls long. Unconditional love, relationship and community, a place and a purpose in the kingdom of God. Augustine described this so eloquently in the prayer that we used as part of our prayer for the day. You have made us for yourself, O God, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. So whatever you are carrying this day, whatever you are wrestling with, whatever questions you bring, whatever you are yearning for, hear Christ's gracious invitation to you. Come to me. Lay down your anxieties and preoccupations and defenses. Receive again the life and the love that God offers you in Christ Jesus. He is the bread that nourishes us, the water that quenches our deepest thirst. He is the wisdom that guides us and the one in whom our restless hearts find their rest. Thanks be to God. Amen. We sing to